grey goose with me and I've had my shots of black zambuco, which means it's time to do a podcast. <laughs> I'm here at my I'm yeah. here at my hobgoblin ale and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm good to go as well. I don't often drink on the podcast, but I am because I'm sort of going out quickly after this. Yeah. Um, and I did that once when I recorded with Ben. I actually got pissed as I did the podcast. Did we? Because I was going out at like 11 o'clock at night to a club. And I defy anybody to find that podcast, which one it was. But there was one day where me and you got pissed and did a podcast. We were doing Batman or something. Probably. Yeah, well, we were drinking a lot of Budweiser, weren't we? We always drink a lot of Budweiser. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but 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 with that one with Ben, it was literally shot after shot of uh, vodka. <laughs> uh, I don't think you could actually tell. Um, but yeah, uh, anyway, there, there is a podcast out there that I start sober and I end up wankered. Can you can you give us a <laughs> can you give us a number of like which where where around? I'm not going to listen to all of them. Oh God! No, actually, no. I should probably just say what it is because otherwise you, you probably get it. It's the first part of Superman. Right. I did. I did three podcasts. One parts one, two, and three. But it's the first half of the first one, the first film. Because Ben and I only did the first film. Then we recorded the second film on a separate day, and I glued them together. Okay. But Superman, the first one, I start off sober and I end up um, being unbelievably blunt about shit <laughs> towards the end of it. Because there's a couple of jokes, and then I'm like, "Yeah, I wouldn't have said that sober." <laughs> Oh, uh, right. yeah. I just, anyway, there you I go. But it is like a good 50 minutes long as well, uh, that one. So you're yeah, actually getting, pi- like, you're getting drunk over the get, course getting, of it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, hello, everybody. Welcome <laughs> <laughs> to podcast. Uh, Chris and I are here to do a tiny little bit of news, a little bit of a catch up, and then we're going to do something we've not done before. We're going to talk about TV. We have done that. We did Daredevil. Oh, bollocks, we have. Okay, <laughs> we're going to do something we've never talked about before. We're going to talk about Game of Thrones. <laughs> Season 6, in particular. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of like, oh, damn, if only I could go back in time and like do all, all the seasons. Um, but fuck it, we're going to talk about Season 6. But, in uh, before that, Chris, have you seen anything at the cinema worth telling us about? Nope. <laughs> okay, so I've seen Independence Day Resurgence, <laughs> um, which was all right. Um, it was okay. Uh, I did actually watch the first one again in preparation for it. And I actually, because the last time I saw the original, um, all right, let me put it in context. When I first saw the original at the cinema in 1996, I came away going, yeah, I enjoyed that. There's things about it that I didn't like, particularly Randy Quaid. Um, wasn't the hugest fan of Will Smith anyway, but otherwise I liked it. Then, uh, when I saw it again down the years, I was just, was like, fuck this. It's ultra cheesy. It, and, and blah 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 and oh look the Americans have saved the day again hate it can't stand it anymore never owned it um, but then so I watched it again last week uh, before seeing the new one and I actually got yeah. on board with it again it was actually you know like guilty pleasure it's it's, 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 it's one of those uh, and then I watched the new one which is it's not as good as the first one but it's okay It's it, it's got some fun stuff it's got some fun characters It it does begin too quickly whereas the first one had that nice that nice build-up of, of building yeah. tension. You know, they arrive on day one kind of thing. And you get, you're get you jumping between all the different groups of uh, characters because there's so many in there. And that's what makes the first one so good, I think. Uh, meeting all these people and reacting to, to what's going on before you get that initial, you know, uh, initial attack. So the first one, you know, it all kicks off at about the sort of 40, 50 minute mark. And uh, then you have the retaliation in the second half and then, and then the finale. Whereas this new one, it kind of races through that beginning part. There's not much sort of anticipation of things showing up. Mm. It's more things just sort of happen. And, and it's nice to have Goblin back. He's, you know, always good value for money. 
Bill Pullman, I thought, was underused. You know, we've not seen him for a lot for a while. That's what I've heard about this film, actually. That Bill Pullman was underused, and Goldblum well, he, as well, actually. That's what. Yeah, I, well, uh, yeah. Goldblum is definitely sidelined um, for periods, but uh, but Bill Pullman's got. It's that typical um, sequelitis thing where you know, here's a sequel about characters that that succeeded in the original film, but when we find them at the beginning of this new film, they're bummed out on life. Yeah. Hence, the, you know, the, 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 the hobo beard and all that sort of shit. I know. I mean, yeah. they, they only saved the day. They're only heroes exactly. for the rest of their lives. It's oh, the best... Like so they're, 20 years of, oh, they're going to come back. <laughs> just like, Probably just fucking enjoy mm-hmm. the moment until they do then. Well, at least Goblin's character has been productive in that time, you know, and proactive, actually working towards when they come back. Anyway, but uh, so Bill Pullman, you see at the very beginning, then he disappears until almost halfway through the film. Sorry, not halfway through, half an hour into the film, um, which was annoying because I do like him, uh, and I do think he, you know, what he does get to do in this, it's like, yeah, at least he's, he, he, when he's active, he's doing shit. Um, uh, and there's a few other people from the first film, but not in any sort of really significant role. I mean, uh, Goldblum's dad's in it again, but they're just to be bloody comic relief as usual. And there's a bunch of new people. And they, you know, they they hit and miss. Um, like Hemsworth, uh, Hemsworth point two. Which one's that? Luke? No, Liam. the other one. Um, Liam is um, okay, but he's clearly trying to fill in for Will Smith by being cocky yeah. and mouthy. And you kind of like, yeah, he's got a bit of charm going, but it's not. It's, it's not. It's not it's enough. Not Will Smith charisma, is it? It's... Well, I'll I'll come to that in a minute. You've also got Will Smith's, uh, well, his character's son in this, also filling in for Will Smith. Um, but he's a bit more serious, so therefore forgettable. Yeah. No, the whole thing about Will Smith not coming back, I knew going into this, uh, re-watching the first film, that in the new one, they had killed his character off. He he died test-piloting the new ships that they were they were making out of the alien tech. Um, yeah. tech, right? This is what makes the first film that much more enjoyable for me, because I fucking hate Will Smith in that first film, man. He's he's so full of himself and woohoo and that's what I call a close encounter. But especially in the third act, when he is just a complete dickhead to uh, Jeff Goldblum's character. Yeah. Either when they're panicking, trying to escape, shouting at him for no reason, or on the way up when he's all cocky, like woo and uh, hey look, no hands. <laughs> Watching Will Smith go, hey look, no hands, ha 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 ha, is fucking hilarious now because you know that he dies trying to pilot one of these things in the future. <laughs> and that's probably how he went out, pulling that fucking stunt on his co-pilot, and right. then they crashed and died. Oh, the poor co-pilot. <laughs> oh, it, it, it made my fucking day rewatching that film. I'm like, every dickhead thing that he does, yeah, I'm great. Uh, even at the beginning when they try and take off in that uh, spaceship at the end of the mm. last film, he's got the, the, the instructions taped the wrong way around, so when he hits forward, it actually goes backwards. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I hope that's how you went out. I hope that's how you died. <laughs> Oh. oh dear, yeah. Oh, the bloodlust in me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, so, so uh, it's it's okay. ID four two. ID four two. Why like is it ID four two? Isn't it just Independence Day? In- Resurgence. Yeah. ID four two. Why? Is why the, the, that's why I want to know. Why is the four in there? Everyone calls it ID four two. Fourth of July. Fourth of but July. But yeah, that, that's not. But that's not in the. To- but that's not in the title. It was always just called Independence Day. Oh no! People always called it ID four. It just wasn't ID four in the credits. <laughs> So I have to say that I know, I know. It, it, it's like the whole T two. It was never T two. It was Terminator two, Judgment Day. They just used the big T two at the back of the trailer for the sake of something cool, and everyone just calls it T two now. I'd give that more credence than ID four. I guess. 
Yeah. Fair enough. All right. You, well, I'm not going to fucking talk about the debate this over this. Well, I haven't even seen this film. Chris, I agree with Chris, so fuck off. Oh. So, Ghostbusters. Um, some. Uh, so, um, I unwittingly came across the new song. Yep. Didn't like that. Um, See, I, I don't like it. Um, but uh, the band Fall Out Boy are a band that I've listened to when I was very, well, very young, thirteen, mm. and got a f- yeah, just like they they were one of my favorite bands growing up. A fucking tattoo, Fall Out Boy 13 tattoo. Thirteen is very young. Um, yeah, so like when I found out they were doing the song, it was like, oh, okay, cool. But they're not the band that they were, and they're just really, oh, it's 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 just awful, isn't it? The song yeah, is it was, just it awful. It was kind of bad. Yeah, it was very bad. Thirteen's kind of young. Um, well, to have a tattoo. <laughs> I d- well, I didn't get the tattoo when I was thirteen. Okay. <laughs> I'm like three times that age. Wow, I am actually three times that age. There and then go. some. There you go. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that sucked. But um, uh, another one, which uh, it's not so much a song that sucked because I can't remember it to say that it sucked. But a, a song that I heard and I was like. Why the fuck is this movie getting a music video? And that's the new Star Trek film, Rihanna. Uh, Rihanna has a song. song. Sledgehammer, and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, fucking, what? Star Trek movie's getting songs now? Uh, 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 all right. All here's, right. The th- um, here's the thing. Movies are getting songs now. When was it? This hasn't happened since, like, the fucking 90s. Remember, like, 80s. Every... Come on, man. What, Bloody... when, it last ha- when it last happened. When it last happened, I'm getting that. Oh, last happened. Because this hasn't happened for ages. Like, the MTV has mm. kind of pulled away from doing music videos, <laughs> and they're just... <laughs> Rerunning of Will re- Smith. Re- yeah, well, <laughs> exactly, Wild, Wild exactly, West. <laughs> exactly. Wild Wild West, uh, Men in Black, Men in Black Two, Nod Your Head. You know, all the fucking, <laughs> all that, all that shite. But like that was all in MTV. Now MTV is all fucking Teen Mom Seven, you know, and fucking all that <laughs> shite. But now, like, yeah, it's like Fall Out Boy doing Ghostbusters, Rihanna doing Star Trek, uh, Twenty One Pilots have done. Suicide Squad, as well as some other fella, uh, Lil Wayne. He's, there's two songs for Suicide Squad, and Sia has done a song for Finding Dory and Neon Demon, which I think you're going to see soon. Um, I am going to go see that soon. Yes, yeah, yeah. so, like it's just it's, uh, I, I, I'm trying to understand why it's happening again, but the reason the reason that's happening is because the music industry has gone to shite. No one can make money. So how do you make money? You hop onto a film. <clears throat> yeah, and in the case of Ghostbusters, remake a song really badly. But then again, apparently the original Ghostbusters song was kind of a rip-off of a Huey Lewis song anyway. Yeah, it was. But look, at, at least if they're if they're going <clears> to... <throat> if they're going to redo a song do it badly, it makes sense they're doing it with a film that's being redone and probably done badly. Yeah. <laughs> Move off that then. Um, any other news for you? Uh, we've seen Matthew McConaughey, how he's going to look in uh, Dark Tower. Woohoo! Um, so... He is wearing a black jacket, and he has black hair, <laughs> uh, which is um, what is the is, is his character's name the Man in Black or something like that? Uh, Randall Flag, also known as the Man in Black, I do believe. Yeah, so it makes sense for him to be wearing black. And what else? Scott Eastwood uh, in, in Pacific Rim might be two. in Pacific Rim too. Yeah, it annoys me that like, oh, he might be in this film. Fucking hell, I might mm. be in that film. Why isn't news? You know what I mean? Like, it's news when he signs <laughs> on. That's right. <laughs> I can, I can, I can now categorically say that I will not be in Pacific Rim Two. Uh, neither will I, and I can pretty much guarantee that I will not be going to see Pacific Rim Two. I can pretty much guarantee I will not be seeing. It. I still haven't seen the first one. I'm not in any mad rush. 
Uh, news. You know what? There's, there's fuck all news at the moment. <laughs> all right, well, fuck on. that then. Let's just get to the meat of this show then, because it's going to be a while talking through it. Um, Chris and I have decided to talk about the latest season of Game of Thrones. So if you're not a Game of Thrones fan, um, see ya. If you are, then we're going to talk about season six in, uh, I guess, as much detail as time will allow. I thought the best way to do this was, instead of going through an episode at a time, or character at a time, we'll talk about the different areas that they go to. Um, the main ones, so, you know, the far north, beyond the wall, uh, the Castle Black area uh, north of it, uh, and where that leads afterwards with Jon Snow, and uh, a couple of places across the sea, etc, etc, etc. Does that sound good to you? That sounds fine. Let's start with one of the ones that some people found quite fucking boring. Let's start beyond the wall, uh, way far up north, with young Bran. Um, his plotline there, hanging out with the three-eyed raven. Hello, Max von Sydow. And goodbye, Max to, von Sydow. Yeah, who wants to fucking bet that he gets killed off at some point? <laughs> yes. Um, how did you feel about that whole section? And I, I guess it's payoff with him having to leave there. Um, and then meeting uh, Benjen. So you've got uh, him there, him uh, the flashbacks that he has. Um, I guess we should talk about the, the the battle sequence when he escapes, and then also meeting Benjen. Yeah. So... <laughs> Sorry. Just coughed a lot. Um, I was... <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised Bran wasn't there at all in season 5 he, he that's uh, right so he was uh, I was kind of you know it, it's in the books it's a it is what it is but I'm, I was looking forward to seeing him again and seeing what was going on there um, mm. I thought it was cock teasing that's what was going on there cock teasing oh so what's going on there no we must leave now what <laughs> what did you fucking show oh, me for no. then <laughs> way yeah, too no, much of that going on it's getting good yeah, this is like, <laughs> why, why, why are you turning why do we turn away now why must we turn away now what do we get out of leaving now Max Vincido why are you being a prick um, but he's a prick it's fine um, mm. yeah I liked this I, there was, it was, well you think about it the, I mean, the initial it young probably the the death the biggest death of the of the season that really kind of hurt in Hodor. Yeah. Um, can you hear me? I c- can you hear me? Can you hear me? Oh God, he can't hear I don't me again. This. Oh Jesus Christ! Do my fucking head in. Oh sweet Mary and Joseph. I'm just gonna reply. I'm gonna... So Bran is um. He yeah the, the the death with Hodor really fucking hurt, and you could tell it was coming with the the um. How it was, how it was shot, how the uh, those north of the wall, the zombies, the White Walkers, whatever it is you want to say, and whatever you want to call it, yeah, White Walkers. I think that's what we're calling them. Is it? That was a tough death. That was tough to watch. How did how did you feel about that? Uh, about that death, Stephen? Yeah, it's quite kind of funny, I guess. But it, it's what it has given uh, us uh, afterwards in the aftermath society. Everyone is now running around going, hold the door every time you're trying to go in somewhere. I thought the, the brand footage was good because obviously he was missing from season five, wasn't he? Yes. Um, but I thought it was... Did, you, it seems like you didn't like it. Um, it was. It, there was just a lot of... Uh, well, like I said, a lot of prick teasing going on with the narrative. <laughs> um, basically, like showing brand stuff, but not everything. Um, and and when you think about it, it doesn't make sense because I mean, all right, the the um, the, the the John Snow uh, thing, fine, but uh, he he was having like getting shown flashbacks to them as children, 
um, and seeing the young Hodor, and that has nothing to do with anything except to tie off for us, the audience, um, Hodor's death, mm. basically, and why he why he is Hodor, if you see what I mean. That means nothing to Bran. But it, it does, because now he understands that he had a... First, the... He's fucking comatose when um, Hodor dies anyway, and it's the girl that's shouting, you know, hold the door. Yeah, um, but but he's he's there in his comatose state, in his vision, seeing what's going on. So he he knows that essentially he's he's the reason that he's the reason that Hodor is dead, for yeah, in more it, in more ways than one. Like he he enacted yeah. it twenty thirty years before it actually happened. Yeah, yeah. And then, but which is then like you could see kind of the. You can see just how powerful Bran can be. Is kind of what I took from that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> one can only hope. Yeah. Because um, you've also got that thing, the flashback where you see the young Ned Stark having that fight, mm. and he At the Tower of Joy. Yeah. Yeah. And and when he goes up there, you know, he calls out to his dad, and you think, well, you, you you're not sure. Did Ned hear something? Because he turns back, doesn't he? Like, oh, yeah. what was that? So there might be but something that, but... going on there. Do you think there's going to be some sort of implication in the future of the series? <laughs> can he time travel? Um, I think so. Yeah, I think something's going to happen. That can you imagine if that was how it ends? Like he just uh, goes back ends, and kills Rhaegar. He changes one tiny little before, thing in the past, yeah. and everyone's alive again. Yeah, exactly. Catelyn <laughs> uh, and Ned. Oh, it's so good for you to be at my wedding. My name is Bran, and I can still walk. Um, <laughs> uh, I I hope not. No, no, you know, nothing like that is going to happen. I think there will be some implication, but I don't think anything on that level will happen because that's such a cop out. What um, I have read is that um, there may be something to do with the Mad King that happens. Yeah, um, well, he was in his um, uh, in his uh, Brad had this like multi divisions at one point as well, didn't he? Yeah, it was like a lot of clips of different things. It was the wildfire that that's we right. saw explode, and it was. Uh, a few other bits as well. So yeah, I reckon the Mad King will be involved in some way. He that that is going to tie into it. Yeah, because I think they were saying that all the Mad King he, heard voices, and that's why he went mad and decided to you know burn the place. So it might be yeah. like a, a misconceived thing that he heard from Bran. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, fair enough. Cool. Yeah. Um, as a whole, uh, it was probably the s- slowest part of. Th- well, actually, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> I, uh, but it was uh, certainly it wasn't it wasn't the best setting. Yeah. Um, north of the wall. But let's go to um, Marine. Okay, go on then. Um, yeah, so... Uh, t- what the fuck happened to Tyrion this season, man? He's 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 doing fuck all. Um, well, he's not doing fuck all, but he, he is a much lesser character than he used to be. And I just wasn't happy, before, especially when he's sitting around trying to teach the other two how to have a sense of humour. I know. He, <sighs> he's been so interesting for five years. Mm. And then he got to Daenerys, and that's fair enough. I think we could all, we always saw that he was going to get there. Yeah, but he got the all right. Yeah, if you one thing I'll take from him is that he did give her the kick up the ass she needed, and now she's going to Westeros. Yes, but that was that happened at the end, and then she fucked off for a while as well. That's right. So yeah. like he he kind of fell through, and all he did was drink and try and get the person without a penis to tell a joke. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I mean, there was that one episode where he tried to uh, get the slavers to agree to, you know, slowly abolishing their life, their, their lifestyle. But yeah. even that wasn't all that interesting, really. Not um, really. And, and, and Varys was there, yeah. and then Varys just fucked off. And you're like, uh, so you two aren't actually going to have any like any good scenes together anymore because he's just going to sod off. I know, but he's back now. He's back now, yeah. Yeah. Um, but he got back very quickly. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think 20 minutes we, in the last episode. Well, I think, 
I think we have to. We all have to agree that the last episode took place over a long period of time. Yes, because because if you see it, where it, Dawn it, it, is it, it, and where Marine is, it's like, yep, that's going to take you a few months potentially. Unless there's two varies. Mm. I doubt it. Because um, there's so much stuff that happens that, like, you know, Jamie's in River Run, and then the next scene he's in, he's at King's Landing, can still see the smoke emitting from the pyre. But yeah. <laughs> but in a, in a previous episode, it took him like an episode to get to River Run. You know, and there's yeah. been like, you, you know, how long did it take from uh, Arya to get to where she was this entire season? But then Indeed. she was back in Westeros killing people within like an hour. And, well, like, I mean, this the final episode this season takes place over a multitude of yeah. I mean, people just have to. Like, I mean, this is the big complaint from everybody. You just have to accept that. You know what? Time is passing between scenes. Never mind episodes. Right. Anyway, so Ian Glenn's character, Sajora, um, with his scaly arm. Hey? So friend zone. The friend, so friend zone. Uh, friend zone. <laughs> but uh, so, do you think he's he is actually going to go off and find a cure, or is he just going to go off and die alone? I don't think we will ever see him again. I honestly, I'd be very. How I, if we see him again? Well, no, how would we? Because they've <laughs> they've fucked off from that area now. They've left um, right. where yeah, they were. Right. So he, unless he. How would he come back? Unless they go back to a visit and they see a statue <clears throat> in the shape of Ian Glenn, I don't see how we're going to see him ever again. Oh dear! What? Yeah. Well, what do you what do you think? Do you reckon he's going to find a cure? No, that's too happy. That that is way too happy. And who the hell? I mean, who all just goes and stumbles upon a cure? You know, unless he unless he really does his fucking research. Um, who knows? Uh, yeah. Who knows where he's going and who he may come across if we do see him again? Um, but yeah, it, it does sound a bit too a bit too happy if he does. And then what if he does? And he comes back. Hey, I found a cure. And she's like, uh, shit. Sorry, I have to get married now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get married. Are too. you really sure that that's a cure? Can you go back and double check? Then come back to me. <laughs> no, it's it's still. I'm still fine. I'm still fine. I'm rock hard where I need to be, Danerys. But otherwise, I'm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, fine. All right. Well, let's talk about the uh, the climax of her sequence then. So you had that big uh, big finale with the slave owners, where uh, Tyrion, you know, confronts them all, and <clears throat> then in swoop the dragons, and she gets a bit of dragon action on in the uh, uh, beginning of episode nine. Yes, she does. Uh, this is when we have the um, the slavers' bay is attacked by uh, well slavers. Um, yeah. Uh, to try to sack the city after after something of a truce, which yeah. is um, really backhanded. Like it's 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 you know they got what they they got what they had coming to them on the back of that. But yes, uh, then she turned up in the nick of time, and all the dragons then just met their way outside and uh, met their mark known. They just they just um, flamed yeah. one just just the one ship to kind of let everyone know what the what the crack was, and then. And then, yeah, everyone else fucked off, and now she's got her <laughs> fleet of ships. Yes, she has indeed. It was nice to see an actual proper bit of proper dragons in action, the kind of stuff that we were looking forward to her doing when she got to Westeros. It's like, finally, she's actually getting on one of these things and going to war. Yeah. You know, we're seeing no, the actions actually in fight, not bloody burning sheep or, you know, saving her in the nick of time and then buggering off to the bloody wilderness like they did at the end of the last season with her. Um, it was like, finally, finally, a bit of, you know, something that we've been looking forward to. I reckon this is what we're going to get a lot of 
we know when winter has come and they go against all, all the frosty people you would just get lots of swooping shots of them flying down with either John, her or Tyrion on board blowing the shit out of uh, vast armies of the dead yeah I think so that, yeah. Yeah, that's, I, that's, that is what's going to happen like there's there's been so many um, rumours and theories about whose lineage and who really is whose kid and uh, we won't get into them because it's fucking pointless there's so many of them um, uh, yeah. But yeah, but the you can you can see the three. Although I I do assume they'll have to create some kind of saddle for Tyrion. Do you um do you think that on route to Westeros they're going to come across um uh Euron? Uh, I would have thought so. Otherwise, he's built a hell of a lot of ships for no reason. You know, is it mm. going to be a battle at sea on the way there, or are they going to? Are they going to take port somewhere instead, and 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 then you have a, a confrontation? Who knows? Um, but I think he is going to be a villain to dispose of at some point next season. But I but I don't see him as like um, it would be a waste to save him to the end of next season, considering we're we're on the last stretch now. He needs to get taken care of by mid season. Yeah, he needs Cause, to be the because honestly, who the fuck is he to her or anyone else? He's he's no one. He's he, we've we've seen mm. him in. One episode, exactly. He's he's, he's two two episodes. Uh, yeah. yeah, a quick appearance, and then and then that one where he was like, "What? Let's go murder yeah. them." Mm. Yeah, that's that's right. Um, so I mean, like, yeah, he's he's had he's had no screen time. He's he's, mm. he's nothing. Let him like let him turn up and give it the big one, and then just have a dragon fucking eat him or something. Just Absolutely. out of nowhere. Just do yep. that. Just have it and like let um yeah. Uh, let um Reek, whatever his real name is, I can't remember. I can never remember so many Theon. names. This. <laughs> Theon, let Theon get something. Let him do something. Let him kill someone. Get yeah, no, nah, uh, or, or they'll just hammer home the the point of the the woman being the queen of of that area by letting her do it and showing her leadership kind of bullshit. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah. Oh uh, God, it's all becoming far too predictable. This show, if it does all go down like this, <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Here's an area of land that actually I was disappointed with in uh, this season. You, you saw at the very beginning, and then at the very end, and that was Dawn, the uh, with the Sand Snakes, because um, you saw them turn on their king and murder him on the spot. That was like, a cool thing to do. Uh, and then you don't see them again until the very, very end of this season when Varys is with them for one quick scene. Oh, and yeah, uh, and and, uh, and the old lady, and Lady oh, no, Eliana. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, and she she's one of my favorite characters in this TV show. Uh-huh. Some of the some of her one-liners are fucking brilliant. Her put downs are the best. Absolutely. Like she, she just told all those three girls to just shut up, which is what everyone has been wanting them to do for the past two seasons. I know they haven't really been in it in season yeah. six, but all season five they were because the Sand Snakes are meant to be like in the books. They're quite. You know they're they're quite deaf. They're quite they're, they're integral. They're important and they're yeah. quite ruthless. These are just like to me. They remind me of Tobey Maguire in Spider Man Three. <laughs> just like like all all talk and no fucking action. Yeah. I, I, I just like, I don't give a shit about them. Like they're really annoying. They're really annoying. And then fucking she just put them in her in their place. It was so good. It was so good. Well, um, she is a former but, Bond girl. <laughs> Exactly, but that mm. being said, Dorn was a letdown. Nothing it happened. It was, yeah, um, nothing. Well, I guess they, the, the girls just took over, and that's kind of that, I guess. Um, but I'm like, isn't Cersei? I thought where the why? This is why I was like, why is this King's Landing stuff drag being dragging on for so long? 
surely Cersei needs to take care of this shit and then go to war with Dawn for murdering her daughter. Yeah. So, yeah, and I'm exactly. guessing, I'm, I'm guessing we're going to get a bit of that in the, you know, the next season. That will, that will be part of it, part of the battle. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah. But it looks like that um, Dorne is, you know, it's it's setting ties with um, with Daenerys and her flock, which That's means right. we are going to, which means we are going to see Tyrion versus Cersei and Jaime. That's going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah, and, well, that'll uh, be uh, interesting dramatically, especially between what ha- what is said between Tyrion and Jaime. Yeah. For sure, absolutely. Because the the last time they saw mm. each other in se- end of season, climax season four, um, uh, yeah, yes, yes, it was. Um, you let there, was go. A, there was there was a lot in that. There was mm. a lot in that. Um, so it'd be good to see because the two of them have a lot of respect for each other. Like seriously, fucking hates them. But um, there's a, there's a lot going on between the two brothers, and you know, hopefully, yeah, you know, it'll it'll be. I do hope we get to see the three of them on screen together. One more time. I do feel like if we do see them on screen together, it will be one more time. Yeah. Not everyone's getting out of that scene alive. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, um, Dorne yeah. can fuck off. Dorne was boring. Okay. The, all right. Well, all about the uh, the Aria sequences then. The I house in black did, and white and the waif and all that business and the, and the actors. That last that um that scene with the waif uh, towards the end was a little bit Terminator too. Uh, Terminator 2 meets Jason Bourne. Yeah. <laughs> There's Me- lo- meets- lots of leaping, you know, down, you know, vast um, spaces yeah. and landing and, oh, shit, well, oh, well, oh, 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 what the then, fuck. I'll get and up and run again, even though she just got stabbed the episode before. Several yeah. times, I might Several add. Several times. <laughs> uh, yeah, this show does take leniencies with how people can die. Like, there are people that get di- Like, Drogo got killed because he got, like, a scratch on his fucking leg. And he's a <laughs> massive man. And then you've got this... Who's meant to be a fourteen-year-old girl in the TV show? Maybe yeah. even younger, I think. Like in the book, she's meant to be like eight, nine. Yeah. And she gets stabbed like about three, four times in the stomach. She waddles through the first of all, jumps into the ocean, gets infected because that's what happened. No, those fucking those rivers aren't clean. And then gets taken care of by an actress. I feel like her medical knowledge isn't that great. And then a week later, be it a week later, it's a week in the TV show, she's Mm. leaping bounds away from this person who's perfectly healthy, is a skilled assassin, and somehow gets the best of her. Yep. But we don't know how. No, no. I, well, I did. I, I did mean, find way... that quite cool, though. She blew out the candle, and then you're like, "Ah, the other girl's fucked." I, I yeah. wasn't. I, mean, I, I guess you kind of want to see how she killed her, but you know, you can use your imagination. But I think that was the second time they did that in that episode. Someone else got killed off screen. Oh, that's right. Yes. It was when it was the it was the, uh, uh, the the blackfish. Yes, that's right. But it, like the one thing I will take from that is that it is quite cool because the waif did spend the season essentially teaching Arya how to fight without her eyes. And that's, then that's right. How she killed her. So yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that's 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 the good one. Good thing out of this is that like yeah. you know she essentially gave Arya the upper hand. Mm. Um, How do you feel about her last little scene with um, Jack and Hagar? Um, I feel like she got away a bit easy. <laughs> there a bit of spite though, because the, the little sort of smile that he gives. People have been reading in all sorts of different ways, like "haha, she finally learnt to be someone," or "oh, oh, oh fine, go be her." Um, the, the little sort of smile that he gives her when she says, "I am Arya Stark, and I'm going home," can be read either way. As in, you know, at last you've you've learnt what you've truly come here to do, which is obviously the opposite of what he's been trying to teach her. Or that there's a bit of sort of spite in that smile, as in, "Well, fuck you then," kind of smile. Yeah. Yeah. 
It is unclear, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so House and Black and House of Black and White. Okay. Yeah. My question is, I was under the impression that because because she got in deep shit for killing someone at the end of last season, right? Who she wasn't supposed to. So how come is it that they work as paid assassins for whoever just pays them? How does that work? How do the politics of of their god work if they're just going to kill anyone if someone pays them to do it? Why does any church do anything for money? Very true. I just think they could have gone into that a bit more to make that a bit more clear, especially when they're all like, you know, the faceless god demands a name, and it's like, so the faceless god demands a name whenever someone gives you money and says so. <laughs> Basically, you know, it's like it's like confession. <laughs> I don't I don't really think so. Uh I I don't know. It's a funny it's a funny situation. All right, well, fuck it. Let's get away from across the sea then. We'll come back. We've got some little... Uh, should we do some of the little stories before we do the big stuff? I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave King's Landing and all the Jon Snow stuff till the end. Okay. If that's okay. Yeah. So in the middle ground, uh, I mean, uh, Jamie obviously... Uh, Jamie is obviously uh, gets set off to uh, do this siege uh, with the Blackfish. Um, finally, we get to see Bronn alive late into the game at about episode 7 or something, so it was good to see him. I missed Bronn so much. Me too, but it was good to hear that he still had his mouth on him when he arrived. Um, yeah. Teases Podrick a little bit as well. Um, I'm a little bit. W- that was good to see. It was. I'm a little bit worried that um, all the, that he's training Podrick and Podrick's going to be the one that's to stick him. <laughs> um, yeah, you can... Yeah, I think there is going to be a there is going to be a Brienne Jamie showdown, and then it'll be Jamie and Bronn and Pod. Mm. You can see it coming. It's it's actually very predictable. This t- this TV show is very predictable now, and I don't want it to be. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, but did you enjoy all that uh, sequence with the siege? And uh, Jamie had a love uh, speech with um, who was it? The guy they've got captured, the Tully dude, Ed- oh, uh, Edmure, 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 Edmure. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, well, you say lovely speech. He did say, "I fuck my, I fuck my sister because I want to. I'll kill you if I want to. I will punt your baby over the fucking wall." It's not, it's not the nicest of speeches. Uh, lovely as and well written. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, you know, yeah, yeah. that's a lovely speech. I know what I'm going to say at your wedding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I will kick your baby over a wall, Stephen. It was a lovely speech, Chris delivered. Yes, it was, dear. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. Did we make sure the video camera was off for that one? Um, yeah, it was a really well written speech. But there was an awful lot of really well written speeches in this TV show, in this series. I thought. Um, I can't think of any off the top of my head. Quite a few with. Um, Cersei, I think, and a lot of um, the sparrows. A lot of his were quite good, but um, but anyways, uh, we can get to that. Um, yeah, what did you feel of um the whole Bron Jamie Blackfish? Um, yeah, it was nice. Um, and again, some people were complaining about uh, just right at the very end when um when they've m- managed to take over the place and Jamie's on the ramparts and he looks out and he sees um Brienne and Pod on a boat going down the river and and he gives her a wave some people thought that the wave you know the hand going up was a little bit too too on the nose and I was like no because you see how fucking far away he is he had to do that so she could see that gesture he couldn't just nod his head as in see you down the road it had to be something and that and she put, put, like, raised the hand back I, I was perfectly fine with that I thought that was a nice touch um, but some people because obviously as an audience you see both of them in close up Oh, that's a bit too much. That's cheesy. No, if you look at how far he is from her, then he would have had to have done that to, so that she got that signal of recognition. 
Absolutely. And not only signal of recognition, but a signal that, you know, d- you're safe. We're going to kill this guy in here, but you're fine. <laughs> yeah. You know, because like, they're, they're escaping, you know, and like, if you're escaping from something like that and someone runs out and you see someone, if the, she may, they may have not recognized, like she may have not recognized that, that was Jamie. That could have just been a man in armor who sees a boat very slowly going away. But in just putting his arm up, just giving her like that peace of mind and it's like, okay, yeah. we're, we'll, we'll, we'll live to do it again. Yes. Uh, and that's so, the no, last time that it. we see Brienne and Podrick as well this season. So, but she has a sword because he he obviously uh, told her, told her in this season to keep the sword. And we, as we know, this is one uh, works well on frosty people. So hopefully we'll get yeah. to see her do a bit of that action. Actually, see her in a fucking battle for a change, as opposed to bloody all this one on one bullshit. Um, hopefully we'll actually get yeah. to see her getting down and dirty with a whole big group of people um, fighting together. Yeah, to be honest, I'm not I'm not all that convinced about how good a fighter Brienne really is. We've seen her like in the in the in the when she became uh, a member of Renly's Kingsguard mm. all those all those seasons ago. Yeah. But that was like a tournament. That's not real, That's you know. Right. Like nobody nobody died. Yeah. We've seen her pl- uh, fight the Hound. Yeah, fair enough. He's a big guy, mm. but it was a lot of rolling and tumbling, um, a lot of foreplay more than anything else, and there was. I'm trying to think of what else we've seen her seen her do apart from like not we we've seen her kind of kill uh the Stannis but yeah. but he was yeah, battered. She took on a small group was... of people this season in order to save um Sansa, Sansa yeah so I mean I mean, I mean she can that. fight but I mean she is basically you know the sort of poster girl for um you know girl power in battle um so which makes her pretty safe is the thing um but I think they hammered that point home with the fight that she had with the Hound um, and and that was a good fight. Don't get me wrong; that was a very very good fight. But uh, yeah, I just want to see. It'll be interesting to see where they take her uh, next year. But I just don't want her sitting there just being a fucking cunt to everyone. Like she's she has been with her high morals yeah. and shit. Just like oh for fuck's sake! I know, yeah. just fucking kill someone. Um, do, do you know who else we haven't seen who is still rowing away a boat? Who? Gendry. All right, yeah. Where the fuck is he? Um, that's actually the one person that I'm still waiting for to reappear. Yeah, and because he he has to, he's gonna. Yeah, and it will have to be if um, uh, I, I guess Sir Davos makes it down south because I mean he's the one he had. A of course, of, or, or that, or um, uh, uh, or Arya when she gets down there because that's the two people yeah. that sort of really knew knew him. Uh, yeah. and did him any favors. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that'd be cool because he he is um. We do see we do meet him in the book a little bit later. Yeah. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll hopefully like even if that happens, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. What happens in the book? Unless yeah, he's still rowing now. <laughs> he did like there was uh, the, after the plays about two years ago, the end of another season. He just put up a uh, just uh, just tweeted still rowing. <laughs> <laughs> really funny. Okay, so um, some of the side quests that we've got on the show then, uh, Sam and Gilly. Ah, uh, you know what? I fucking love Sam so much but I know he's gonna die is he? definitely is she gonna die? she's probably gonna kill him <laughs> no, she, 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 she won't die she won't die she's safe but you can tell like you know Sam is like he's finally where he wants to be he's so happy mm. so yeah of course they're gonna kill him <laughs> he's gonna think he, about he's it he's gonna do his research and dig up some old uh Text. You he's know, be sitting there next to bloody Gandalf, reading up on old scriptures. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna he's gonna save the day. Don't get me wrong. The mm. reason they beat the White Walkers is because he's gonna find something deep in that fucking library. Mm. But he's gonna be the person that does it, gets himself killed doing it. 
Uh, yes. Or gets himself Sa- killed taking that knowledge out to them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Sam, Sam will be the ultimate hero. Yes. I think he is the ultimate hero. I think he is... Um, you know, you've got John. He died. You know, you've got mm-hmm. Daenerys. She's annoying. You've got mm-hmm. Cersei. She's a bitch. You've got Jamie, <laughs> He only has one hand. You've got Brienne. I really don't think she can fight. And then who else is there? Tyrion. Listen, he's he's good with an axe, but he's not good at, you know, running. So I really do think that the person that's going to save the day is going to be Sam. And the dragons, obviously. Yes. Um, one person who I've got some money on who I would like to see live um, who I think has also been put through their own personal hell and is, is now coming out of the other side of redemption is the Hound himself who we saw return this was my favourite moment of the entire series that opening sequence that reveals like him open, yeah. Uh, yeah. great music cue that leads beautifully into the theme tune it was such and you don't get that many cold opens with Game of Thrones I think, I think there, you can literally had a handful. you can literally count on one hand how many they've had, and he gets one, and it is fucking glorious. Because I was literally watching it going, "Who the fuck is that holding that one big tree?" I was, uh, I because the the series was so into it, I was not remotely thinking about it. I and mean, it's obvious when you when you when he turns and it's him. But um, yeah. yeah, I actually cheered out loud and leapt out of my seat. You know, probably the same way you do when someone scores a fucking goal. Well, if I support them. If you support but them, I yeah, do. and I support the hound, so fucking right. I was yeah. like, yeah! Yeah, no, I was... I We did the same thing. We were here, myself and um, the lads, like, watched it here and did the exact same thing when that happened. Like, fucking, yes! Oh, my God, brilliant! Because I remember, like, being so excited when um, fucking Ian McShane announced that he was going to be in in Game of Thrones. Yes. I know he did say that he's only ever going to be in one episode and that's fine. That's So everyone's kicking off, oh, it's a spoiler, you're going to die. Well, yeah, he did die. I Maybe didn't, he uh, wasn't going to. I, I didn't know about that. I, I knew he was going to be in a show but I didn't know it was the only one show but I did read up about that afterwards but but his response to people complaining was priceless though. <laughs> what Lads, was it's, he ju- it's just, it's, it, it's tits and dragons, chill out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically just telling everyone to shut the yeah. fuck up. Yeah. Oh, first um, class. <laughs> Watching it, I was like, "Oh, this is this. He's playing bloody Jiminy Cricket to the Hound, so he's going to get killed at some point." I actually expected it to be like in the next episode or something. So when he was dead at the end of this episode, I was like, "Oh shit, one and done." But I did love the fact that uh, it does give birth, rebirth to the Hound, and he grabs his fucking axe and off he goes. And going into the next episode, which is the only other time we see the Hound, he has every scene that he is in, and it's only like two or three scenes, is just five star class when he takes out that little little group of guys and he kills that dude that is the kill of the series for me because he fucking rams this thing up between this guy's legs and demands to know where the others are and the guy is like fuck you <laughs> what he says those, those are your last <laughs> words your last come on words. you can do better than that and the guy just can't is <laughs> 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 the best he can think of oh yeah. absolute class but then we do get a return of the Brotherhood, who have also been missing for a long while. Yeah. And he kind of hooks up with them. Yeah. Uh, which is great. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a, there's a member of the Brotherhood that we haven't seen, and I don't know if we will see her, which is annoying. But, uh, yeah, Brotherhood is back. Hopefully, they, Again, hopefully they will bring someone with them that yeah. has been missing from the show. Um, if you don't know, that's fine. If you do know, well, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Brotherhood is back. It was good to see um see them again, see the the man who can't die. Yep. Yeah, it's fine. 
Yeah, good. I'll be. Yeah, I'll look forward. I hope that they're just not going to be there to like be one of the first or second waves that go up against the frozen people and have to die in the process. Uh, you know, some uh-huh. of them will die in the process anyway. But I want to see them meet other people. Yes, get a bit of me drama too, going. All right. Well, moving on to um, uh, the main events. Then I get all the main sets, I suppose. So uh, let's go up north then. So John Snow uh, at the start of the show, uh, he's dead. He is very dead. And then at the end of um, season uh, episode two, he comes back from the dead. He's very alive. <clears throat> he's very confused. I'd be too. Yes. Um, he he was dead for a long time, a longish time. Mm. Um. Well, you know, a night, techni- one day, 24 hours, maybe. Well, I mean, really, he was dead for nine months. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he was dead for a while. Um, I think we all knew he was always coming back. Yeah. Um, uh, so I was never... I was... It was It was a surprise yes. that they did it in the second episode. I really yeah. did think it'd be something they do in the first episode. Yeah. And when the first episode finished, and he wasn't even—they didn't even mention the idea of bringing him back. That's right. Like, oh, maybe, maybe he, maybe he is gone. Mm. And then, but then they did the classic. You know, they try it and they all walk away. But then the camera just fucking lingers. I was like, oh, let's just let's just wait for him to wake up and look shocked into the camera. Yeah. There it is. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, what did you think of? Well, that first of all, and then what did you think of um, what he had to do in the following eight episodes? I no, I, I was very. It, it did surprise me because I was like, "All oh, right, maybe they just had the actor for the one episode to play a corpse, <laughs> and then the other guys are going to go after uh, you know fight." Because obviously they're, they're trapped in that room with him because they know, "Oh fuck!" That, that it was his own people that turned against him, and we're going to have to go fight them. And I like the fact that um, uh, Ed goes off and gets the uh, the North people. Uh, so that the, so that the wild legs. Yeah, yeah so that completely distracted me, and I like the fact that they then take back their camp with the help of the North people, especially that big giant that comes in and fucking splats somebody uh, against the wall. Um, one, one, one. And then when John comes back, obviously he gets to take his well, I say revenge, it's justice against the people that uh, stabbed him, including uh, Sir Alistair, finally, and uh, that young child. Yeah, yeah, it, it was just as. It was justice because it wasn't. He didn't enjoy it, mm. which is what happens with revenge. Is that you do enjoy? It. Like he, he, like the second, the second they all died, he, he, his watch had ended, mm. um, along with theirs. But um, it was, it was, it was. Yeah, it was good to see them get their comeuppance. Um, <laughs> that was confusing. My watch has ended now, and he gives his cloak to Ed, and he walks out the front gate. But at the very beginning of the next episode, he's back inside again. It's, just, yeah. it's cold out there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, but then you get the beautiful um, uh, re- uh, reunion of him and Sansa when she shows up. That was a nice moment. It was really nice. Mm. You do tend to forget that they fucking well, she fucking hated him in season one. Absolutely. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was nice to see the two of them. That was the first really happy moment of this. I want to say season, yeah. But probably the first happy moment in about four years. Absolutely. It was, and it was a there was a big payoff. Like it was really heartwarming to see it was, that. It like, was they, really like, nice. the, the embrace felt real. Yeah, you know, it was it was it was sublime to see that. And then, and you can see the Sansa has changed an awful lot since since John last saw her. Yeah, um, and it's at times like that that you do realize just how many characters and just how much is going on in this TV show. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was a, a nice little embrace. And then, of course, we saw um, uh, we we do get to see the. The the couple that we all want to happen. Oh yeah, Torment and, Bri- and Brienne. 
Oh, God. I want, I, I want someone to look at me the way Tormund looks at Brienne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, as much as the hound killing that dude was hilarious, this has to be, you know, big laugh number two for me this entire season is, just, yeah, just the way he's looking just, at it and the smile. Just, just the... <laughs> Yeah, there's that episode. In the, other, it's, it's in epi- the following episode, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The next episode, when they're sitting on a horse, That's and he just right. kind of looks, at, and he just kind of like their eyes meet, and he doesn't do it. He just is fucking perfect timing. Yeah. Just like he's just sitting there, say, doesn't say words. Then it's like he's like his entire head just kind of goes up as he smiles. Like his entire posture just <laughs> yeah. changes, and it becomes like just so chuffed that she's even looking Absolutely. at me. You know, it's so good. Torment was Torment was great this season. Actually, wasn't he? He was really good. He is in cool. Yeah. He did. Yeah, yeah, I have a lot of time for him. He's super hipster, but really cool. Oh, but you know, as love triangles goes, you know, he's thinking about her, but she's thinking about Jamie, and Jamie's thinking about her sister, and her sister's thinking about herself. So that's a that's a tough one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, cl- classic. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think Sir Davos was robbed of throttling the life out of the Red Woman at the end of the season? Because, oh boy, was it nice to see Liam Cunningham fucking let loose on her vocally. It was really nice to see that. But, uh, you can't, you can't kill her. You can't kill her. Like, J- uh, John Reck, I'm probably, I might need you later. Um, can't <clears> kill <throat> her. But, by all means, like, fucking send her off on her way. Um, will we see her again? And, you know what? I think we will see her again, yeah. I think she's gonna, she's gonna meet up with someone down south. Um, she's not gone. She's, I, like, she's... She's quite an integral part of the TV show. I don't think you could lose her. Yeah. Um, just like oh, that. I'm so just, this is the thing, like, you know... I just want him... I mean, mind you, he hasn't got any fucking fingers on his hands, though, has he? I just want him to go up and grab her by the neck and throttle her for, like, five seconds and then snap her neck. Yeah. I know. Like, she deserves it. And you mm. can... Like, she feels so fucking awful about it. As he would. Mm-hmm. She burned a child. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think she... I do feel like Davos was robbed... But he did get something out of it and just, like, getting to... Yeah, she got her comeuppance, and hopefully that's enough. But I do want to see Davos do something more than be a hand to the king. You know, I want to yeah. see him, like, kill... And we did see him get involved in that fight oh, yeah, with, uh, yeah, yeah. with the fight for Winterfell. But I really want to see him, like, just beat the shit out of someone. Yeah. And Liam Cunningham is the kind of guy that would do that, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, now he's, uh, again, yes. one of my uh, favourite supporting characters in this show. He's terrific. Uh, but Liam, Liam Cunningham is generally pretty terrific in everything he does. Yeah, <laughs> no, he's, he's perfect. Irishman, um, yeah. Irish, look, at we're great. Ex- we, are, we, we, are, we are pretty good. So, uh, finishing off with the North, the Battle of the Bastards. Yeah, and that's actually the name of the episode. I did not know that. I thought everyone was just calling it that. That's actually the oh, name no, of the episode. the name of the show. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I used to think the Red Wedding was actually uh, that's what it was called, but it wasn't. It was the Reigns of Castor. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Battle of the Bastards. Did you enjoy the Battle of the Bastards? I really did. Um, uh, every cliched thing happened under the under the sun in that episode, um, including you know a, a, an army running in to save the day at the fucking fifth hour. But um, it was all done technically uh, in such a wonderful way. Um, that I forgave it all. Yeah, there was. Oh boy, there were... that shot of all the horses coming towards John. Oh. Is, I actually had as a background on my Facebook for a while. Yeah, it's so good. And then just in the immediate aftermath of that, there was that one like continuous shot. It went on for like, like a good like twelve, thirteen, fourteen seconds, and it's just oh yeah, just yeah, following yeah, yeah. John. He's With just him. like yeah, it's just following him, just over his shoulder, and that was amazing. Fucking yeah. chaos. Uh, yeah. It was fucking brilliant. Why? Uh, why I mean, did Rickon? Uh, 
go to the Prometheus school of how to run away from things? Well, I see what I, all right. What I've got in my head is that he, the, the boy, the guy says to him, you know, run to your brother. That you have to run. That's the rules. Other, in, in other words, meaning if you slow down or deviate, I will shoot you with an arrow. Anyway, so I'm guessing that he just thought that the part of the, the rules of him going to his brother was to run in a straight line, in his head. Fair and enough. he's a small child, and he's petrified, and his brother's straight ahead of him. Zigzag, mate. You know, just I know everyone's been saying that, but I was like, yeah. I mean, it's like you're gonna get him anyway. Even if he zigzagged, he would have fucking got him. Um, and then everyone's like, oh, is he that good an archer? And well, yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I had no problem with it. Uh, I, I thought they edited it very well. Where you think, oh, is he gonna make it? Is he not? Um, but again, it's a cliche. But the, I think they got away with it. Yeah, they do have a tendency to get away, from, get away with cliches and, and mm. Game of Thrones. I will say he's that good an archer. Couldn't hit fucking John Snow from four yards. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, what about when he's piled up in all those bodies and he's like almost suffocating? That fucking mound of bodies that just appeared was like, wow. I know. I, no, that's for, a fucking battle for you. For a while, mm. I did not know what was going on because that just kind of happened. But then once mm. you realised what it was, I was like, holy fucking shit. Oh yeah. So basically, the the guy that directed um, Battle of the Bastards is the same guy that directed Hard Home. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, now I do think that he is not directing any episodes of season seven. Saving, I, saving him for season eight. Is oh, Neil oh, Marshall's not doing any for season seven either? He's he did no. a couple of beauties. Yeah. Um, uh. Well, will there be season eight? Will it be a movie? Um, probably season eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably be a full season. Um, uh, yeah, now he directed the uh, the last two episodes of this season. Obviously, we'll talk more about ep- the last episodes um, once we've finished talking about this battle. Um, uh, so, uh, speaking of which, um, uh, were you happy with the way that they uh, took out Ramsay in the end? Finally, his downfall gets the shit kicked out of him by John, and then left to uh, Sansa's devices. I did love that both of them got a hand at it. Yeah. At the time, I was like, I really wanted Jon Snow to just punch him until his face caved in. Yeah. Thinking about it, like you could, I do, I wouldn't want that taken away from Sansa either. Mm. So I'm pretty pleased that both of them got to do something. Yes. Um, My only gripe is that when the dog first lunges at his jaw, you cut away, and then you, I, I was like, just show me one more shot of that jaw getting ripped off, just so I know that he has uh, fully experienced some full-on torture porn himself. <laughs> Um, but you don't get that. I was like, "Oh, come on! Surely you made a dummy, and you, you, you know, I just want one bloody, one goddamn bloody shot of, of his head coming apart." Didn't get it. See, see, even just the dog lunging at him was actually enough for me because I know, really? yeah, it was. Yeah, you know I, what it was doing. <laughs> exactly, yeah. and it was like, and it like, and you saw his like his head like kind of like veered back, like like whiplash kind of thing. You know, yeah. it's like it went right back really quickly, like in a very obtuse, yeah. like not a natural way. Um, yeah. So I was, I, I quite, I did quite enjoy that because like that, that's fucking awkward enough. Let alone a yeah. dog just ripping at your throat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I was, I was, I was pleased with everything in the wall. I, again, the fucking oh, little finger turns up just in the nick of time. <laughs> Whatever. Um, yeah. I, I, I want to know what little finger's plan is. Obviously, he's gonna, he's, he wants to pump Sansa and become like her king. Yeah. Um, but now, uh, yeah, I don't know how he's going to quite 
get there and manage that and or what she's or what their relationship is going to be is he going to poison her mind or is she going to be having none of it do, it's going to be odd do you remember in a previous season I think it's season 5 um, mm. where Littlefinger is having a meeting with Cersei and right. he says uh, if I get you Winterfell make me Warden of the North yes that's his plan Get become a warden of the north first by like either killing Jon Snow or marrying Sansa and then he'll either uh, succumb to Cersei or just go for the Iron Throne which is what he wants as well I think he will probably have better I think he knows he can't go back to King's Landing because Cersei's been bumping off everybody yeah all the small council have gone so he'll be like mm, if I go back there I'm fucked even if she doesn't know what I've done exactly, but he w- that she will catch wind of the fact that he his troops have helped out with the Starks, so therefore he is technically on yeah, her side is, yeah. now. So yeah, he can't he has, go back to Cersei yeah. uh, unless he really tries to play that I'm actually a double agent bullshit. Um, but I think he's been playing that too long now that people are, have grown wise to it. So he's going to have to be very careful, or he's just going to do something really stupid uh, via some very bad writing and uh, he'll end up getting taken out yeah um, I do kind of want to see him get taken out but I want to see what his fucking plan is I don't think we got enough Littlefinger this season mm. no we, um, didn't. we didn't get enough of him at all yeah so hopefully he will have a bigger part to play that in weird kid seven. that he's minding after though you know grew up a, f- a couple of years as well and now looks like the fucking child catcher Ugh, yeah creepy looking yeah. kid he is a yeah he he is. Is. Which the, is... voice, the voice is breaking Uncle Peter <laughs> Fucking hell! Yeah, and he's just—he's yeah. I did, yeah, whatever. I don't. He, he is weird looking. He is meant to be weird looking. I mean, if you were uh, nuzzling at your mother's teeth for the best part of seven years, you'd probably yep. look a bit weird. Um, who yeah. we who we should talk about while we're before we move away from the North people. Obviously, uh, we met her in an earlier episode, but we saw her again uh, at the last episode as well when John gets made King of the North. Um, and that's the Lady Mormon. Oh my God! <laughs> what an astounding woman! What an absolute find of an actress! Uh, yeah, they, right there, um, and handing everybody their fucking asses verbally. <laughs> yeah, man, terrific. It was, yeah, it was brilliant. It was, like, it was so. <laughs> she was like when we first met her in episode seven or eight. I, I, I didn't. I was so blown away but she fucking did it again in a much bigger way there in the final episode where she like just shut up all these old men yep. it was amazing like she's uh, she's she was brilliant <laughs> she was so good such a find as you said such a find yep hey and they all you know uh, took the knee and screamed king of the north and their most manly voices that they could summon Tim McInerney was the, was the most yeah, Tim McInerney uh, i.e. Percy from Blackadder who had told him yeah. to fuck off yeah, earlier his is the, I mean you can tell he's a right fucking stage actor because he's doing the whole his throat fucking goes when he when he does it um, and I just found that hilarious because I was like that's not him projecting fealty that's the actor fucking overacting yeah. yeah sorry Percy but whatever so shall we uh, finish off with King's Landing I can't think of any other little uh, bits to, to mention along the way but uh, King's Landing um, obviously Tommen uh, is, is brainwashed by this cult uh, Marjorie is uh, pla- you know trying to play the sides by pretending that she's going along with it all and uh, Cersei obviously um, 
gets sold out by her own son, and at, and at one point it's nope, you're not going to get a, a trial by combat, and then it all uh, comes to a, a a big bang in the end. She killed everyone. Uh, uh, Sir Kevin, so her fucking uncle is is gone. Her... Uh, Mar- Marjorie, Marjorie's brother, and their dad, who is the master of coin, I believe. Yeah. And, all of uh, all of the all the, the all the sept, all the, all the church, all the people that would have turned yep. up to see her die, and, and her, her, her own tra- cousin, and Mansell. her own and her own cousin. Yeah. What and... the fuck was he doing following that child? I don't know. And you Again, know cliches working out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and the old geezer, the old bishop dude, whatever his name is. Oh yeah, the the the, 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 ma- the maester, yeah, yeah, um, and the poor guy that got squished by the bell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that Speaking was people getting squished. Before we talk about the ending, I was because I saw the trailer and I saw the whole "I choose violence" line, and I was like, "That's going to kick ass." That's going to be about episode four or five. We're going to get some fucking hardcore action. Did it come? No. Instead, you get fucking. Um, whatever the hell they're calling him, Sir Robert Strong or whatever, um, the mountain kills two people in this entire season. One random dude in an alleyway whose head he squashes up against the wall. That wasn't talk- a random dude. He was he was talking talking, talking shit about, about Cersei. Cersei. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. he's still a random guy. He's fucking no one else to anyone. Um, anyway, that guy. And then one of those dudes in the uh, I Choose Violence scene, I was like, great, he's going to take the ball out. No, just one of them, and then that's it. Such a letdown. How about you? Yeah, but, but uh, yeah, I mean, like, the, the mountain, yeah, a bit of a pity, but he uh, is... Is he torturing or raping the nun? Well, well, he doesn't rape her. No one rapes someone that bloody quickly. And he was standing sideways on when she shut the door. But, um... Yeah, obviously he's going to be doing stuff to it, so I, I, I'm expecting that at some point he will rape her, because he's certainly not ab- above that. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, he's, as, he's, done as that, he's done that before. Exactly. Yeah, a... um, so, yeah, she's in for some pain and then some, but yeah. Yeah, but, uh, uh, yeah so he was, he was in the process of starting that, but obviously they, they didn't linger uh, yeah. long enough. Which is so, uh, kind, kind <clears throat> of them. Um, mm. uh, yeah, the pity about the mountain, but uh, yeah, like he's going to... He's gonna come back in a in a big way, I think, in season eight. Well, one um, can only hope. Hopefully, yeah. his brother will put season him out seven, of his misery. Season seven. Yeah. Oh no, I I reckon it'll be Arya. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. He's on her. He's on her list, as is Cersei. Absolutely. Um, I think that I know we're going back a bit, but Arya is Arya. going to Arya is going to enact her list. Cool. Uh, she's also got the executioner, who we've not seen since like season two or something. Uh, the bald guy, Sir Ilian Payne, um, I believe. Uh, the guy that actually chopped her dad's head off with his own sword. So that guy's still on the list. So hopefully, you know, that'll be like who she'll kill off early on in the season. Yeah, sure. She's uh, still and then, then, yeah, and then she'll get on with it. So yeah, yeah. And I think you're right. She certainly has to uh, get a name or two off her list personally. Yeah. Um, by the end of the show. Yeah. So. Uh, anything else along the way? Any of the the, the the Sparrow stuff or the King Tommen stuff? Um, I am pleased that the the witch's prophecy for Cersei has come true, and that all mm. of her three kids are effectively dead. And now she is going to go ballistic. She yeah. is a cold-hearted bitch, and yeah. now we're going to really see what she can do because she's now got all the power in Westeros, and absolutely, and she's got no. I don't think she's any humanity left. 
Yeah, it'll be an interesting conversation when she has to say, oh yeah, I did this and then our son committed suicide. Because um, yeah. I was too busy relishing that as opposed to looking after him. Uh, and, and I said, I reckon it'll, it, it'll be ironic the third uh, child's death, she will kill him. And I actually thought that she, would, she was going to murder him, but when it was the suicide, I was like, good enough. Yeah. Yep. Did you did you think uh, did you at any point think that Tommen was not jumping? Uh, I, I it, it didn't occur to me until he did it. Yeah. I just saw him. I just thought he was reacting to oh fuck what's going on. Then he walked out of frame, um, and then it, was and just then it lingered, and then he just walked straight back into frame and went straight out. I was like oh shit. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, I've I've been pretty good this season at you know not trying to sit down and like I said with the hound when you watch that sequence. I mean who else? If you freeze framed that opening before you see him and said to to yourselves who's that? You'd figure it out eventually. Um, but I've been uh, doing this thing that Ben is quite good at doing where you can actually watch a film or, or a show and not try and get too far ahead of it I only ask questions after the episode if you see what I mean as opposed to during them so it's it's nice to be able to do that to just watch something and let it happen as opposed to ah, I know what's going to happen next does that make sense? yeah I think so I think um, yeah yeah look at uh, it'll be I'm just going to be it's going to be really interesting what happens between all of the um all of the Lannister children um, mm. in the in the next season, because again, when they yeah. when they all well, when any of them are in the same scene, I think it's going to be very interesting. That's right. Yeah, people need to come to King's Landing at some point though, because it's literally. I mean, she's there. She's got her weird um, uh, hypothecary guy um, and her. Uh, Dude, it's the brother that's going to bring all the drama initially. Because after that, I mean, who else is there to fucking talk to? She's killed them all. I know. I reckon. Yeah. I reckon we said it earlier, but I reckon she's going to go to Dorne and bring war there. And I think it's when they're away mm. that's when Daenerys will turn up and just sack King's Landing. Right. Mm. Anyways, do you want to talk about the end of this? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Then. So she blows up the sept. <laughs> That was amazing. Uh, it looked great. It was. It was really well put together. The music um, was fan-fucking-tastic. Oh, God, it was great. And like I said, um, although some of it is cliche, especially with um, What's-His-Face crawling around the catacombs and, you know, getting to the flame yeah. at the last minute and then it blows up anyway, it, it was just so well put together uh, that you just forgive it. Um, and I have watched that episode uh, two. I might have watched even uh, even watched it three times now. That I think about it. I've watched it and, twice. Yeah, yeah. It, re- repeat viewing. You know, it does stand up. It was very good. Um, good thing that you mentioned that. Actually, I need to say that the uh, composer has done some outstanding work this season. Mm. Um, I've been fortunate enough to be reviewing uh, some of the later seasons as they've gone along. Oh, nice. I've been, had the CD sent to me, and th- they were all very very good. Um, this season, yeah, I think the only thing that annoyed me music-wise was that you know the, the theme that goes on in the House of Black and White, the, mm. the very eerie, mm. and it's a beautiful yeah. piece of music, and it and it stood out really well last season when it sort of fully got properly introduced. But this season, it was like that was their go-to tune every time we saw her, and it was like, oh come on, play yeah. something else, just do something a little bit um, new. So a little bit of repetition there, but completely made up in the last few episodes with all the action, and uh, as you said, uh, that cue that played throughout the opening um, 15 uh, minutes of landing sequence mm. so good, so good so good uh, yeah, no, it was very good so yes, uh, Cersei, as you uh, rightly said, has, has now uh, made herself queen, John is now king of the north, and we have uh, an incoming queen from the east 
So, uh, yeah, the, the Game of Thrones continues, <laughs> yeah, you, as it were. You're in the game now. It's a dangerous game. You should be nervous. Mm. Nice little speech from Tyrion. That was the f- one good thing that I did like that he did this season was um, that speech that he gave um, to Daenerys mm-hmm. after she told... Um, what's his name to uh, fuck off? The fellow. <laughs> Pretty boy. Pretty boy, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, this was a, this was a, a good ending, I think. Um Nice. I'm suitably excited. Yeah, but season eight, seven is coming out a little bit later next year than usual. Yeah. We usually Back get in winter. We yeah, no, we usually get it around Easter time, but next mm. season I think next year it's going to be a little bit later than that. At least that's what the um that's what the chat is online. Well, hey, if it's a month, then it won't matter because apparently it's only going to be seven episodes long anyway, so it'll finish mm. about the same time. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd rather yeah I'd rather be seven episodes because do all right yeah. do you think that any of this could be chopped down this season chopped down so you know the way like when we talk about Daredevil like oh you right know, like, this season oh god no I think uh, uh, some of it could have been added to um, padded out I, I, you know some some drama mm, okay um, yeah no I think uh, the length of it was fine I mean a couple of episodes you. Yeah, I, I suppose some things dragged, like uh, some of the Tommen stuff, some of the King's Landing stuff in particular, dragged a bit, only because they weren't doing the right sort of things with it, uh, in my opinion. But uh, no, no, I, I certainly all the Jon Snow stuff, I really, I really, really dug, really liked that. Uh, some of the Daenerys stuff, because they are kind of going around in circles. Oh, now she's over here, we have to go rescue her again, and oh look she look she walking out of this hut naked because she can stand the fire but they can't and it was yeah it, some of it was a bit sort of oh god get on with it um, but that's just mainly because of all of the sort of uh, stunted plotting over the last three seasons with her being stuck in the wrong place yeah yeah that hasn't helped but no no uh, I think um, it, it didn't feel like other episodes because I mean you've gotten your, your mind that this is off book now but um, but it did feel like they were they were cranking up the pace a little bit for certain things. Yeah, no, that's and you, you had a steady body count of people in you know mainly supporting cast. I mean, the, the, was there any main characters that got killed off this season? Uh, a lot of supporting characters yeah. went. Yeah, a lot. a lot of supporting characters went. So it's like yeah, they were, and that yeah. gave it a good pace. Yeah, they were they were and clearing to, the board an awful lot this season. Yeah, like. exactly, and giving direction to who's left on that board. Mm. So next season, are people on their way to fucking do shit? Hopefully, hopefully, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, yeah. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Shit going down next season. Yeah, no, Game of Thrones is um, it's one of the best TV shows out there. Now we just have to find something else to watch. Oh god, what am I going to watch? Fucking, not more watching Preacher, bloody three-star rated crap. I'm watching Preacher and I like it. It's got a crazy Irishman in it, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, it's okay, but it's not going anywhere fast. <laughs> well, g- It really is not going anywhere fast. Give it time. Give it time. I did. I gave it five episodes and I'm done. Oh, I haven't seen the fifth episode yet. Um... <laughs> <laughs> it's no, it's good. If it's like it goes a different way to the book, but the book is amazing. So if it does anything like that, yeah, it's cool. Like you probably yeah. don't have any idea what's going on. No, I don't. Exactly. I'm, I'm kind of like fucking go somewhere already. Ghostbusters. And I really don't like the uh, the chick that's out there killing people by herself. She's really, really winding me up the wrong way. Let's chat about preacher in another podcast. 
Yeah, let's get the hell out of here for now. Enough yeah. of this shit. Yeah. Right. Well, actually, Chris and I are probably going to be back next to talk about you know some of the big films this summer. So who knows what they will be? Uh, you'll have to wait and see. There'll be it'll be Ghostbusters, probably Jason Bourne, probably Star Trek. That's what you're guessing, huh? Ha! Huh, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs>